What up, party people? You're listening to the Drunk Sports Podcast with Big Red and Indy Cartem. Talking sports, current events, guy stuff, and everything in between. Now open up a cold one and drink along, because here they are, Lance and Tim. Gentlemen. You can buy me a drink. <laughs> We're all drunk. Absolutely. Big Red. Big Red. Hello, 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 and welcome, 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 as my wife makes fun of me as I say that live, to this episode of the Drunk Sports Podcast. I am IndyCar Tim, along with my favorite partner in the whole world, Big Red, baby. Mr. Big Red, baby, let's do this thing, and hello to the drunk dudes and dolls and the Drunk Sports Podtards. Here, I got something for you. And I'm being given a gift right now. It is a small bottle of Fireball. One shot at a time. We didn't start the show yet. Well, <laughs> good God Almighty. We're starting it right. I brought tequila over because I thought we were doing tequila. Well, we need to get girls in there dressed in glasses. So, Lord. But here's the deal. I made it one year with my beautiful bride, Stacy. Today is Lance and Stacy's anniversary, brother. Happy anniversary. anniversary. We went uh, 24 hours at a time, and we're going to do this podcast one ounce at a time so maybe i love you thank you so much shouldn't she be doing this shot it's her anniversary she probably needs it more than i do she does that was a shot of fireball live on the air congratulations to congratulations (laughs) to lance and stacy for one year yay so i gotta be honest i said you wouldn't make it uh, we were at y'all's wedding exactly one year ago tonight. And, she tolerated uh, me a whole lot longer than you thought she would, didn't you? Didn't yeah. She? Oh, yeah. No, I, as soon as I met her, I was like, yeah, she's she's gone. But you're here a year later. Things are going well. I don't think either of you are, are married and looking, uh, as far as I know. Oh, I'm, in, I'm out of beer. Pretty sure you'd tell me if you were. Uh, so congratulations to Stacy and Lance for one year. Big Red's made it one year. On the last marriage he will ever be a part of. Ever one. Last last ever. Last ever. Last everyone. We are live from Studio 69 at Casa Not So Grande. I didn't uh, we hear are, that. We are live on Facebook. If you're tuned into Facebook, we'd like to hear from you. Shoot us some questions. Shoot us some comments. Uh, we will read them live on the air if they are age appropriate. Uh, this is not a PG-13 uh, broadcast, so it is rated R, yeah, sometimes rated X. Probably closer to NC-17. So tell us whatever you want. We'll read them on the air for you. Um, if you'd like to reach out to us on other avenues, we are on Facebook and Twitter. You can uh, check out our Facebook page, The Drunk Sports Podcast. You can check me out on Twitter, at IndyCarTim. You can check out Lance on Twitter, at DrunkBigRed. And then, of course, we have the show Twitter, at DrunkSportsDFW. And you can reach us at email at thedrunksportspodcast at gmail.com. So first of all, we got some shout-outs that we'd like to make, like we start every show with some shout-outs. We would like to say hello to my lovely and talented wife, who, as usual, is here with us, giving me glares as I say her name once again. You haven't said her name yet. Well, I'm not, probably not going to now. I wouldn't. I mean, after that, after that. Look, look at mean, those daggers. Look. Look at those daggers. She's smiling at me. Good Just God. Wait till she looks at you again. Huh? Is your wearing 
They're not khaki, honey. They're, they're not the they're, ones. They're gray. They're gray. I don't care what color they are. The same so should, should we should we try to get one of them over here and let them let them? I mean, the two women are here. There's three women here. I know, but 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 the the two oh, the, short story? the two that know the khaki short story and let them tell the story. You've been talking about it, so yeah, let's do that. But let's not do it like right this second because we got things to get to. Okay. So y'all talk amongst yourselves about how you like to discuss that and who's going to come talk about it because we do need to address that again. We talked about it on uh, episode what one or zero, uh, zero that you couldn't hear me, but it's a pretty good story. We should let them tell it. Um, more shout outs. The lovely and talented Miss Tammy Chapel is here uh, that we recorded episode one at, at her house after Lauren's oh, birthday party. What a disaster. That was a shit show of epic proportions. My God almighty. The whole house was a shit show. Not just our show, but the whole house was a shit show. But we appreciate her being here. And of course, Miss Stacy Gibbs hyphen Dorset is here. No, no, no. Well, actually, I mean. Oh, it's just Gibbs. There's no Dorset. No, not yet. No. Dorset. No. It's, it's on Facebook. Oh, oh, so we are Facebook official. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I need to. Uh, yeah, dumb. We might need more shots after that. Uh, hey, honey. Hey. I can't. Wait. We got. We got. Lance, you said you had a special kind of shout out. You wanted to recognize somebody tonight. Yeah, uh, we had a. Uh, there was a. It was a uh, MMA fight going on at. Uh, at uh, Texas Live this weekend, and uh, Mr. Landry Ward, a uh, a friend of the family, a friend of my a friend of my stepson, the uh, they've known each other since what maybe second or third grade, something like that. And the man put a whoop down, put a whooping on him, and uh, got a got a first round knockout. So uh, we want to give a big shout out to to Landry Ward and and uh, just. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. We got somebody spilling fucking what beer cans happened? and shit. If one empty can, one empty that can made that like much a noise. Case of empty cans. <laughs> well, at least somebody's getting blown. That's a first for tonight. Hey, it's your anniversary. You should be getting hey all now. the blows. Hey now. So uh, yeah, you tagged yes. me in the video of that yep. MMA fight, and it was yep. it was it was over so, quickly. Yeah, so. Landry, uh, congratulations, brother, man. We look forward to seeing you, and I'm sorry we, uh, sorry Stacy and I missed your fight last night, but uh, we will not miss another one in the area. So, uh, good luck, brother, and uh, keep knocking people out, baby. Let's make some money. Yeah, that's how you make money in MMA, right? You knock people out, and then you like showstoppers, man. Showstoppers. How does that work, Lance? You watch MMA more than me. Like, are there? I know there's local. Venues, local avenues. Before you work your way up to national, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They, they have like boxing. They have a uh, they have a smaller, you know, smaller venues, and and they work their way up. I know that whenever they get to to uh, to the UFC level, those those guys, they have uh, you know, they have fight fight of the night and knockout of the night and stuff like that. So that makes them a little little bit extra money. But uh, but Landry, you know, he's he's working his way up. He's a young he's a young guy and. Uh, I'm uh, I'm proud of him. So thanks, brother, and I appreciate uh, appreciate your effort, man. It's it, it's fun to watch you, and I hadn't got to meet you but a couple of times. But uh, that's really cool. <laughs> but I've met your mama more than once, and Uh-oh. whenever out. whenever your mama and careful Aaron's mama get together, it kind of 
shit kind of goes Careful. sideways. So, but anyway, y'all have fun. Thank you. Uh, and an additional shout out to our buddy Max Adams who just walked into the garage. You can have the hot pink seat. Uh, but he brought the wrong beer. Jesus Bud Light. Really? By the way, our podcast tonight is sponsored by Miller Light. As you can see. And it is sponsored by Balconis Distilling from Waco to the world. Uh, And next week we will have all the Balconis on uh, on the table here with us for everybody to see. So, yeah, shout outs to everybody here. Uh, We mentioned Stacy, Tammy, Lauren, uh, our buddy Max, everybody watching on Facebook. Um, And I understand there are Facebook comments but right now for whatever reason my facebook won't go to those comments and i'm trying to break now? i mean you got through you got Scott. through the original us getting on the Jesus air Christ. and and getting pod getting our name out the podcast so the drunk sports podcast here, out. does it like dude you no don't oh, don't no don't know jesus crust we need it. a producer in a bad we way watch. we need somebody that knows this no, do not leave the damn page, son. Because there's 12 no. comments and I see two. Why, why, what's <sighs> happening right here? Maybe I'll just do that. I'll just I'll just go to mine over here. And well, yeah, you go tune into yours mm. and you you read the freaking mm. comments. Well, I mean, I'm they're live. talking about you anyway. They're not I'm, talking about I'm, me. Look, I'm live on the air. Look, you're the so, pretty one. Of course I am. I'm the smart one. Well. That's how we do things around here. I've got the glasses on, so that makes me the pretty and the smart one. So, so who wants to tell the story of the first night we met Lance? All right, come on, baby. This is going to be a huge mistake, but I'm going to let my wife, Lauren Darley hyphen Ham, come on the air with us and talk about the night we met Lance. Okay. So we had met. Lance on Facebook through a post about his neighbor. Oh, this I can hear. I don't like this. I can't talk in here. Here, you want delayed. These? Yeah. What are you hearing? The give, delayed. From where? No, give her, give her, give her that. Give her that. Because I, I want to be able to hear this. Okay. Just you have headphones. I I know I want to be able to hear it. Because we're we're a little delayed here. I, I don't know where she's getting other sound from, but I don't care. You're SOL. Fuck off, Tim. So Lance had made a post on Facebook um, about his neighbor getting in his fiance's face at the time about where she had parked on the street. We had never met him in person, but then all of us kind of came to his aid, agreeing with him, and um, offered to bring our bikes over and. We were gonna just tear up the street and piss it's his neighbor like off. This is a penis. You gotta get closer. Stop! I'm scared. It's my first don't, time. Don't. Hey, your first time talking into something pointed. Shit, bullshit. I don't, that I don't talk to it. Never well, talk I mean, to it. This is weird. I'm sure you've said. I'm sure you've so, said words. So later that week, I believe we all kind of met up. Later that week, we all kind of met up at a bar in the neighborhood that we all hang out at. We had never met Lance before. We had had a few adult beverages. And then Tammy Chapel and I uh, were just standing back observing that Lance fit in with the guys, his personality, and he was a the haircut, the, haircut, the way he was dressed, everything was he was a funny guy. What? The way he was dressed. <laughs> Look, I got sleeve I got I have no sleeves. No sleeves, black shirt. But the only thing Daisy was Dukes. Lance was wearing some shorts. 
that fit really well in all the right places. They, God damn it! Nothing nothing left to the imagination. And no, I'm pretty sure he didn't have underwear. I did. I just came off the golf course. I promise it it happened. It was. I think he had his putter in his pants. Did you leave him on the golf course? Because all Tammy and I had to do was look at each other and just say, khaki shorts. <laughs> and she said, yeah. I was unaware of that. Khaki shorts. And that's literally all we could see. So what, two years now? Yeah. Two, two years? year and a half? Yeah, at least. Excuse me. Two years. At least two years. Anytime Lance wears those khaki shorts, it's a good night. They, they will go down and in for me. break those out more. I did take a picture of him the other night sitting up at 52 when he was wearing them. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? I, I'll send it to you. Fuck It me. was a good picture, too. <laughs> <laughs> Max, did I, I have a banana in my so pocket? Much. Or was I just happy to see I'm you? I'm aware of this picture. Yeah, really love those khaki shorts. I love those khaki shorts. <laughs> so that was our... Uh, so now anytime I have shorts on, they're the khaki shorts, and they're not always not khaki. I don't care what color they are. If they fit that way, then they wear are... That, wear that. So, honey, it, do, I, do I need to do I need to go to bigger like, right, like you know what? I've had enough larger size? I'm, I'm about done. <laughs> I'm about done. Okay, Christ Almighty, I'm, I'm sorry. About done. Ever, family, I'm sorry you had to hear that, but it happened. My bad. We're sorry to all the teenage girls out there listening to this podcast who had to hear that story. Um, I'd like to apologize to all our fans out there. <sighs> who knows what that reference is from? Mac Brown. Oh, yeah. Well. So, yeah, there's the story of the first night we met Lance. Um, and apparently my wife was way more into it than I even knew at the time. Good God, dude. Could you put yes, that please. weapon away? Well, you got to show it on camera now. No, no, we're not showing it on camera. Yes. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, right, right, hey, right there. Right there. Put it on camera. No. Yes. Man, come on. And I'll tell you to get closer. 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 Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can see your dick right now, dude. Man. Hey, hey. I can see your dick, and let me do this. Let me do this for you. Good Lord, dude. This has turned south Honey, immediately. Hashtag Max blessed. walked in at the right time. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> so it's ironic that we just discussed that. The camel that. toe was happening apparently in that picture. It's very ironic that we just discussed that because you know what's next in the podcast? Oh, Lord, no. I do, but I just hadn't looked. Apologies oh. and corrections. So I'm going to be apologizing for that next As week. We start, or no, I'm apologizing for it right now. Oh, I'm not even waiting well, until next shit. week. God damn it. I can't even wait till next week. Alright. Um, well I've got I've got some apologies and corrections to add to, so go ahead. Yeah, you do. You, you start. So uh, I have to start by apologizing I think like I do weekly that I couldn't pronounce the word podcast last week. Well I think you got through it tonight for the and first time. I mean we're episode what, seven? It's eight. Six, eight eight? We're on eight. Holy shit, we're on eight. So that's like two months. Yes. I don't know. We started in March. What month is this? What year is it's this? It's still April. April Fools. So yes, I apologize. That April I it, it's April the, up. it's April the twenty eighth. It's my anniversary. Don't make me look like an asshole in front of my wife sitting right there. Please. I screwed up the name of our cod 
past. Yeah, what? Could you go? You were wearing week. a codpiece the whole time last week. I apologize that Lance had to bring up the word codpiece about eighteen times during the episode <laughs> last week. Well, I mean, you know, if the codpiece fits, where does it? Apparently, hey, there's it no did. pictures of my codpiece. Apparently, there's pictures of your codpiece all over the fucking internet. Okay, reel it in. Mama said oh, reel it my in. My producer's reeling it in. Yeah. Uh, I also need to apologize for uh, springing a brand new segment last week on Lance without even telling him it wasn't even on the run sheet. Short shots? I mean. Quick, small dicks? What was it short, called? Short shots. Quick hits. No. Short, not the short, short shoot. Not short shots? We never dated, I think man. Lauren told me. Oh, there was something else we were talking about. I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean to bring that up on the air. So last week we talked about quick hits, uh, shit that I'd like want to bring up but not really talk about, and we have more of that. It's going to be a regular uh, deal. But I don't know, I never discussed that with Lance. We don't really, you know, bring pulling the curtain back a little bit, we don't really talk about the show ahead of time. No, no, I why? I kind of send him throughout the week, hey, I want to talk about this, I want to talk about this. Maybe let's mention this. Maybe I'll look it up, and maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe he cares. Maybe he got the text. Maybe he didn't. So, uh, I mean, ask, Eric, ask Eric Harris. Sometimes we, I just don't answer the phone. We don't really talk about shit before. Or my wife. Or my so wife yesterday. Yesterday, a uh, little lady got a little upset with me yesterday. I, but so really? we won't go into that. We're not going. <laughs> nope. She got a lot upset with me. So, but we're gonna so go I promise not to spring any new segments on you, um, but I don't because I'll, I'll probably do Bull, that yeah, again. Yeah, it's going to happen. Um, I also have to apologize to all of the dirty Mexicans in San Antonio. Oh, all of them? Uh, that I Dude, called you this, dirty Mexicans in this, San Antonio. This could take a while. Uh, so, we were talking about the, the spares. Uh, and we mentioned the dirty Mexicans in San Antonio. Uh, th- of course, you guys aren't all dirty. We recognize that. Some of you bathe regularly. So I don't want to, like, you know, put you all together in one lump term. Okay. As Tammy okay, says, okay. it's our only true professional sport uh, in San Antonio. And that's great. I bet they play soccer there. But I hate the spares. So... We we may have referenced the dirty Mexicans in San Antonio, the route for the Spurs, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize for using the term dirty Mexicans in San Antonio. Why is Andrew texting me? So I apologize to all of you dirty it, Mexicans in San Antonio right now. Why is now. Andrew texting me right now while we're on the air? Andrew on and the air, brother. You should be calling just, him. Just put it on the just <laughs> yeah. But thank you for the uh, congratulations on making it a whole year. I mean, so once again, just so everyone's clear. You've almost you've almost caught me in marriages, so just hold your breath, son. I'm very sorry to all of you dirty Mexicans in San Antonio. All right, well. I'm sorry you're Spurs fans. That's not my fault. Uh, and then I also have to apologize. We were talking about the uh, uh, Dallas Cowboys schedule for next year, for 2019. And apparently, after listening to it about four or five times, I couldn't remember if the Green Bay-Dallas game was in Green Bay or Dallas, and I mentioned it about four times. And apparently we're on the speaker for the peanut gallery, and they're complaining because they don't really want to hear what we're saying. Would you have it on Bluetooth or something? Apparently. I'm sorry. I'll I'll get back to the music. Let me me dial up my DJ. Jesus Christ. Somebody, somebody, give me, next somebody, somebody give me a cap so I can turn it sideways. Apologies and corrections for next week. So, um, yeah, apparently we were we were discussing the Cowboys and uh, the Cowboys schedule for next year. And several times 
I don't even I, I refer to it as being here, but apparently it's there. And it wasn't once, it wasn't twice. I think it was three times that I said it was here. But of course, they're playing Green Bay in Green Bay, right? No, they're playing Green Bay here. I still don't Jesus know. H. Are you sure? Yes, because you're going to be Kitchen Boy again because my buddy's coming in from Phoenix. Well, it doesn't stay. matter where they play it. No, they're he's yeah they're they're coming here for the game because the game Kitchen here. Boy. Yeah, you are Kitchen Boy. So we're going to tell that story. No, the not. week of that game, well, we'll tell the story of Lance's. Arnie, stacking Arnie, cans. Arnie will be here for that for that broadcast. Arnie's sucking such a dickhead. Oh, he's not either. Come on. I'm sorry, Arnie. I love you, brother. Uh, so yeah, there's more apologies because I still don't know if the Cowboys look, are playing Green look, Bay. It's almost covering you up over there in Dallas. Tim. Or if they're what? It's a home game, Max confirmed. It's a home game for Green Bay. Dear Lord God, please. So, so save the me. Cowboys are playing Green Sweet Bay. Little baby Jesus. Next in year. In Dallas, shirt. right? I'm sorry, in Arlington, right? That didn't go well. So, Brett Favre will probably outduel Troy Aikman in that game. And I'm guessing as they're my beer cans are. Look, I've only had one beer tonight, brother. I got to play some catch. Why did you do that? Because it fell. You made it fall. Dude, I hope y'all are watching us on Facebook because it is a shit show right now. Um, so, Brett Favre. face. No, sorry. Brett Favre's hurt. It'll be Don Mikowski out-dueling Steve Berline this year for the Cowboys. Uh, and I predict I'll, – I'll give you my prediction right now for that game. Green Bay 41, Cowboys 38 because Rafael Septien will miss – a game-tying field goal as time expires. Probably because he's chasing seven-year-old girls. They were 14. And that has never been proven in a court of law. Some more apologies that we just brought up. Raphael Septien, who, if any of you guys even know who that Can is. Can I get to my apologies, please? No, because I have one more for you. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Unless Jesus. it's the same one you're about to bring up. Probably not. Uh, would you like to apologize to all of the Tolos that were at Pluckers and Addison on Thursday? Would I like to apologize to all the Tolos that were at Addison on Thursday? Why? Why would I apologize to that? Uh, because you screwed the entire freaking audience out of 250 Bud Lights. No, I you got wrong. I got my pick right. No, you picked the I, other one wrong. I had the second pick right. You I picked the, the other one pick wrong. Because right. you wanted to volunteer. Fuck as off. GM. You know what? You know what? If you can't afford your own fucking beer, you shouldn't have been there. Sorry. Bye. By the way, our tab was a hundred dollars at Pluckers last Thursday. Mine was a lot too. It was not. F- I don't want to say this out loud because Lauren will kill me. Uh, but our tab was like a hundred dollars. Oh my god. Uh, but our food was comped. Our food was comped. We appreciate the fan. Well, I'm glad we I did. Appreciate the guys at the fan for doing that for us. I'm glad I didn't eat. Uh. But, the dude, <laughs> the beer tab was amazing. It was not expensive oh, I, at all. I did. It was very normal. My bad. <laughs> it was very, the beer was perfectly priced. It was very normal. Yeah. And it was not out of out no. of wits at all, but it was great. So, yeah. So, what do you have to apologize for, Lance? I have, I have a couple apologies. Uh, I just want to start with uh, my golden, my gold lab. Would, uh, lady. Lady. lady would like to make a public apology for running off and making me and Lane chase her during the middle of the damn recording last yeah, that's pretty week. pretty funny. 
she uh, she has still not quite gotten over it. She's uh, she's kept herself pretty much inside the entire time and is afraid to to look at me. So, and and the other dog, uh, Thor, the little white little small one that he uh, the dog that weighs eight ounces but is named Thor. Yes, yes, yeah. He's well. Eight ounces. He weighs like sixteen pounds. I think whenever really? whenever I met him, we, he weighed like four pounds, and he's gained as much weight as I have. So that's not good for him. <laughs> he uh, he wants to apologize for his public outburst on the air and disagreeing with Tim's opinion on the NBA playoffs. Dude, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Yeah, uh, he he barked and yelped and all kinds of shit, and we couldn't get him to shut up, and he just he just kept talking. So. Uh, Lady and Thor both apologized, so we're out. So that's we, there's probably a lot more we should apologize, but for but I, we I don't have the stomach for it. This is supposed to be a three to five minute segment of the podcast, and I'm pretty sure we've been 20 minutes on yeah, apologies. We're, we're 25 minutes we'll in, and we'll apologize. <laughs> apologize for that next week. Thank you. 24 minutes 37 seconds into the podcast, and we're still apologizing for shit. So. Um, it was about oh Jesus well, Christ! It, Every this, day. This is what you get when you have wives sitting in front of you. You never stop apologizing for shit. Oh my God, uh, Lauren, is there anything else I need to apologize for? I'm sure. Oh, that you can think of. I'm sure. On the air right now, live. I'd like to apologize no? to all of my children for being the best father possible. Oh, I was going to say for being your father. Uh, I want to apologize for that. <laughs> and I'd like to apologize to all of my children out there that I don't know that you're my children. <laughs> what? Here's my the difference. Here's the difference in women and men. Men believe they have so many kids. Women know how many kids they have. So, uh, to my one daughter, 24 years old, lovely. One that you know of. Caitlin. I love, I love you. you, Caitlin. Yep. So she got a big fish today, by the way. She did. You showed me that picture, and I was yeah. like, "Was is that a prop? Did she like stage that somewhere?" But no, it was an she fish. just she knows how to take a picture of a fish. Maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't as big as it showed, but I mean, she knows how to take it. Hey, do you know what my wife always says when she takes a picture? It's all about the angle. The angle of the dangle. <laughs> my dangle don't angle much, okay, okay. so I don't know Good. what you're okay. talking about. Never mind. Okay, so move on. So hey, next segment. Quick hits, the one that you didn't know about till short last shots. week. Short shot, short shot, the short shoot. What short. are we going to call this? I don't. It's it's your it's your deal. All right, we're not going to call it quick hits because I feel like I'm stealing that from someone somewhere. But short we'll shot, it out. Short shots. Uh, I wanted to mention the Rangers, but I'm actually going to do that as a segment here in just a second because they had a really awesome weekend against Seattle, uh, the division leading. American League West division leading Seattle Mariners. They are spanking their ass. That somehow they're surprising the whole American League by leading the division, and it's it's getting ugly for the rest of the AL West. But dude, the freaking Rangers handled them handled up on business, and we're gonna get to that here coming up pretty quick. But of course, the NBA playoffs are going on um, in the West: Golden State, Houston, Portland, Denver all advanced. In the East: Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia, Toronto. All advanced. Uh, Golden State's leading uh, one and nothing over Houston. Boston one nothing over Milwaukee. Toronto one and nothing over Philadelphia. Portland and Denver will play their first game tomorrow night. And again, I'm going to reiterate what I said last week. The NBA is in trouble, brother, because there is zero interest for anybody 
And I guess unless you're in one of those local markets to watch the NBA playoffs. Yeah, probably so. But I'll tell you what. I don't know that I watched a single game in the first round. But once you get rid of the riffraff. Who would you call the riffraff? The lower seeds that get gone. I mean, you know, those those guys, the, those teams that don't have any part of being part of the playoffs. Maybe so they everyone the, that's not Golden State. Well, you know what, and this is going to be a, a a touchy subject, but I would much rather Golden State advance than Houston because I am so tired of seeing James Harden and his cheating ass. And his flops. His flops, his steps, his dragging his foot, his doing the shit that he does. Dude, after, now that Ginobili's gone, James Harden might be the – Greatest flopper of all time in the NBA. Dude, I mean, you can remove his spine by walking by and grazing his beard that looks like. I, I'm not even going to tell you what it looks like. Beehive. Let's be nice. Beehive. No. Hey, is it better than this beard? Is his beard. Is his beard. His. No. Is James Harden's no. beard better no, than my beard? No, no, no. Because you're my friend, no. No. No, I'm not talking. No, hey, no, we're not. What, yeah, you got your phones in your hand, so I'm, I'm sure there's so much more going on. Uh, only Lauren has her phone in her hand at this point. And Max, I'd like to say thank you to Tammy, Max, and Stacy for not having their phones in their well, hand. Well, uh, Max is watching. But Max Lauren. is looking at Lauren, so they're probably yeah. looking at porn. Yeah, probably. Are y'all on Pornhub? Thanks. Hey, Max, where is uh, Blasting? Whose kids? Her kids? Oh, that's acceptable. Okay, I'll take that. If you're going to say like a neighbor's kids or something, then I was going to say no. You're going to have to show whatever you're showing him on camera. No. Oh, good God. Well, then you're definitely going to have to it's show probably, me later. Probably, I'm video, right probably now. video of the khaki shorts. So the NBA's in trouble. I don't. I haven't looked up ratings. I will look up uh, playoff ratings for the show next week because I am curious about how things are going nationally. Um, but I can't believe there's any level of interest for anybody outside of one of those local markets uh, because LeBron's not in, thank God. As far as I know, Michael Jordan retired. Uh, Kobe Bryant is a has-been. Even if he was still playing, he'd be 87 years old. Uh, and there's there's no interest, there's no story. Golden State's going to win the freaking title again like they do every year. Cleveland's not in it. Well, yeah, here, freaking, here's, so the with, the here's the deal with Golden State. Golden State is has has gone through the motions, and until somebody puts a team together that can compete with them, they go through the motions every game for 82 games a year. They go through the motions and get through because they know they know they're going to make the show, and then once they get there, they're what? Kevin Durant won't be there next year. Kevin Durant's not a scavenge, though. I mean, Kevin Durant chose to go there because Kevin Durant wanted to be a part of a championship team. Because he wanted to ride the coattails of somebody else to win a championship because he couldn't do it in Oklahoma so City. So Kevin Durant's going to go to fucking New York next year and try to get try to drag God, other guys with him. And he's going to suck there for a couple of years until half the fucking you know, top – Ten currently in the NBA show up at New York to to make them a championship team. That's so the, that's the, the way the shit's going to work. The way that 
the way the Mavericks are doing it right now is the right way to do it. But I'm not going to say too much more about that because, you know, with, with the two young guys they've got, with Luca and and uh, and Porzingis, yes, KP. Whenever those guys get on the floor by by the trade deadline next year, they will have guys knocking at the door, wanting to be there and wanting to be a part of that. And you, you can't. Think the Mavericks will have free agents knocking at their door. For the first time in a long time, I think it's going to happen. Well, no, I agree. If they do, it will be the first time ever that free agents have knocked on the door of Mark Cuban to come join the Mavericks. It's not going to be free agents, though. It's going to be guys. Want to be going, traded there? It's going to be guys in the trade. Don't they get in trouble but, for for that well, like in the NBA? You're not allowed to, like. We've got, let's say we, the Mavs have a lot of available money to be able to sign somebody in the offseason to do that. But they can hang on to that and and make make something happen later on. Of course, they've still got to give up. It's man, it's so damn convoluted. It's it's crazy. I was looking at uh, I was looking at at trade values or or salary cap salary cap for for the Mavs, and it's it's Dirk is Dirk was middle of the road. I mean, five million dollars was was all he. Was all he counted against? Right, right. The uh, you know why the cap because that's what he wanted. Because he wanted to win, right? Because he cared about winning more than accumulating his billions of dollars like somebody else. Uh, Dirk, Dirk's a dude. He's a he's a rare one. There, there's he's not. There's not going to be another Dirk in the NBA that turn that that, that way. will take less money. Oh turn God, it. we're about to crash the the thing. It's fine. Uh, there, there won't be another dirt. It's was not going to happen. I was getting too much wind in my ear. I, I wanted to. Tim, I, I listen to that shit when I go to bed. You're going to put me to sleep. Yeah, so, you know, Dirk retired, and it's a good thing because God Almighty, he sucked. I don't know why we even had him on the team. Uh, oh, it's not what we were talking about, was it? <laughs> For those of you not watching on Facebook, I just got the Lauren dagger shot at me by Lance. Uh, so, you, of course, I was joking. That's not at all right, the, the case. Right. We love Dirk. Um, if you listened last week, Lance and I admitted to sports crying and hugging each other when Lance when, uh, we did. when Dirk retired. We did, and it was, it was, it was greatness. Uh, we miss Dirk already, but you know what? We will move on. There will be life after Dirk. Uh, the NBA, however, may not move on because I'm not sure they've got a future the, the way they're going. And these are supposed to be quick hits, but uh, yeah, thanks Tim for the short about, shots. <laughs> we talked about the NBA playoffs. Of course, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs are also uh, underway. Um, hey, hey, Lauren, has Tim's quick hits, short shots, ever lasted this long? Yeah, we've only done it once. You've only had sex once. You've got far too many kids for only have sex. Yeah, we've only done it once. I don't know what you're talking about and i really don't know what's going on over there but i would like to be involved in what's happening stacy's still looking at this is why we need another camera behind (laughs) us looking at the peanut gallery uh so the nhl playoffs are also underway yes they are baby uh we know in the west that colorado san jose 
St. Louis and Dallas advanced. Columbus, Boston, Carolina, and the Islanders also advanced. Uh, you know, I had every intention of coming on here and talking about our Dallas Stars because that Nashville series was amazeballs. Dude, uh, that, that last damn game was nuts. I, it, but we're not going to talk And about that it. last game is why uh, playoff hockey is my favorite thing of all time. I, I mean, made th- playoff hockey is is by far the most exciting uh, form oh, yeah. of playoffs yeah. in any of the four major sports. I and, love playoff baseball. And I made I the really comment. Did. I made the comment last week that Ben Bishop was the best break dancer in the NHL. <laughs> but well, I, he had a couple of break dancing. D- but stops. I, I'm telling you, in that last game against against Nashville, against Nashville, they had. They were just straight. He's got eyes in the back of his head, dude. I mean, he was falling down, grabbing shit, and it was it was nuts. So, but uh, God bless Ben Bishop. He got us through, and uh, the offense will come around. And uh, but we're up two one. We coming back for a game. Is it? When, when's the next game? Tomorrow. Uh, the next game Day after tomorrow. Is, uh, wait, what's today? It's tomorrow night. Tomorrow, seven thirty. Monday seven night, seven thirty. And we're gonna get into some stars, and we got some home ice coming up. Yeah, um, but yeah, that, that series against Nashville is the epitome of NHL Western Conference playoff hockey. Uh, it's physical, it's uh, it's grueling. Uh, the players, dude, they're all over each other. It's amazing. Uh, and this this series with St. Louis is nothing less. And yeah, tied going one to one into Game Three. Uh, tomorrow night, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, but, and I can't believe that going into the when we get eventually get to the finals, when the West is done and the East is done, the West is just not going to dominate the East. the The physical play in the West is is it, the East has nothing to offer. Has None of not the teams all, left in the East and, can and, offer and, that physical play. And I'm. I'm saying this as somebody that doesn't keep up like with it like you do. But has it not always been? Has it not always been that way? I mean, has it not always been? Well, it's cyclical. Uh, like remember the Cic- NFL? So like in the '90s, I don't think any AFC teams ever freaking won the. Of course, I'd have to go back and look, but I can't think of an A. Oh, the Broncos. I'm sorry. Take it back. Broncos won in '97 and '98. But for a long time, there, there was it, it was. NFC teams that won the Super Bowl until the freaking Patriots came along and the Broncos came along. But it's all it's all cyclical in the NHL. But yes, traditionally the West has been the more physical conference. They've because the West builds teams to fight other teams in the West. The East right, builds right. teams I, uh, yeah, I to heard, fight other teams in the East. I heard I heard that about I heard that about Nashville. But Nashville Nashville built their team to beat St. Louis. To beat St. Louis. Yeah, unfortunately, they didn't make it. That's right, baby. Hey, we're doing another <laughs> shot on the air. Uh, me, my brother Lance, our buddy Max. Thank you, Max. Everybody on Facebook Live, do a shot with us. Uh, oh, that was good. I love me some Fireball. I don't. Are we going to have to start it. mentioning Fireball as a sponsor of the, no. of the podcast? No, because it's going to go to Jack Fire Food. Of the podcast. The Codcast? <laughs> the Codpast. Uh, so there's a funny uh, funny uh, comment on Facebook Live 
I don't know if you know this dude or not. Uh, James Martin Sledge chimed in. Yes, I do. Uh, apologize I, for showing us Lance's crotch. <laughs> Sledge, come on now. Man, I mean. I don't know you, James, but brother, that's, he's, I he's, agree 100%. He's, he's a bags buddy of mine, but yes, I, we, we apologize for the crotch shot, but uh, the, well. The, I wasn't aware there the, was a crotch shot. The women are still not apologizing for that, so you're on your own. Scotty mentioned that he's headed out to launch some helicopters. Y'all have a great show. Miss move the birds, guys. baby. Move the birds. Brother, we will see you in, what, Tammy, three weeks? Well, according to Scott, it's two in a couple days. Two weeks, couple days, whatever it is. He'll be here. Bubba, we will see you here shortly. We're going to do, we do a big We'll do a big cook. We Oh, I gave him plenty of shit for his birthday today. Uh, we can't wait to see you, Scott. We miss you, brother. And please, please fly safe and be safe while you're out there. Um, so yeah, um, does anybody remember what was happening Thursday night? We were first, hanging out at first Pluckers. round, first round of the draft. I, I, I was there and I do remember. <laughs> Wait, I know you were there, but do you remember? Yes, I remember. I remember that. Cause that is a valid question. Cause I was there with you. So, Lance and I made plans to hang out with our buddies at 105.3 The Fan. Uh, ben and Skin. Skin Show at uh, Pluckers and Addison. And, of course, uh, The Fan had uh, – they have an arrangement every year with Pluckers, Pluckers Wing Bar at every location in Dallas-Fort Worth. I think there's seven. Uh, they've got hosts from each show, at least two of them, at every location. We chose this year to hang out with our buddies Ben and Skin. Um, I think last year I was with uh, Gavin and uh, Bag. Yep. So we made plans to hang out. Uh, ben and Skin broadcast there from three to seven. I don't get off work till five thirty in Denton. So I'm I told sorry. Lance we'd make arrangements to meet him there. Lance texts me like as soon as I'm done with lunch at work. <laughs> Fuck hey, you, uh, man! I was not that early. Hey, uh, Fuck what, off! What, what, <laughs> hey, what time are you gonna be there, man? <laughs> Well, you know, probably Yo, like seven. Fuck yourself. Probably like seven, man. I, I got a job. I do too. Right, well, I'm headed that way, man. I do too. Headed that way. I was like, all right. Well, yeah, they're on the air, so they'll be there. Just get us a table and have some fun. Say hello to to KT and Ben and Skin for us. I did talk to KT. You did. KT is wanting to come on and talk to us about the uh, about the draft. Yes, he's going to do a draft uh, review. Not a preview, a review with us, and that'll be fun and exciting. So somebody turn the phone off in the goddamn <laughs> peanut gallery, please. So this is this is this is becoming annoying. I think it was about six o'clock when Big it's Red texts me and says, Hey, so how long is it before you're here? I'm about four thirty two ounce beers in. And I was like, Well, you know it's gonna be a I while. I don't drink that much, and it's a long draft, man. Just pace yourself. Eat some wings. I don't drink that much. Eat some wings, and you'll be good. So it I was. Still don't drink that much. <laughs> so it was about six thirty. He messaged me again. He's like, "Where y'all at?" Well, we're on the tollway, stuck in traffic. We'll be there shortly. So we showed up about I don't know, right before seven. And uh, Lance had a table. I, I don't think he'd had anything to drink for a while because you were a little bit sobered up. I think you were more sobered up than the last time I texted you. But so you you, were, you, you can were, tell you can tell how 
how many beers I've had by my text? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, by the way, you spell things. They start slurring. You slur your texts. I slur my texts. Yeah, absolutely. So I get fat tongue when I text. Slur your text messages. That's fucked up. So anyway, we had a good time at the the fan event. Uh, It's a good thing I got a ride home. Yeah, and (laughs) wait, who who took, what was her name? It was Uber. (laughs) Her name was Uber? Her name was Uber. Was she Nigerian? Well, probably. Which one? What's our next apology? Oh, our our producer is telling us to proceed. Jesus that we're bogged down. Moses, come on, really? We gotta keep doing she's, this shit. She's probably right. I'm not gonna lie. Come on, um, please. Next. So yes, we had a good time Thursday night hanging out with Ben and Skin at the fan and at Pluckers. Had a great time with Ben and Skin. Of course, the Cowboys had no first round draft pick. And you know what? No, they did have a first here. round. Dra- oh, yes, God, they had a first round draft here choice. We go. They did. They oh, did. Did they not, Max? They had a first round draft choice. Did they not? They got a great first round draft choice. Amari fucking Cooper, dude. D- don't side. Don't. Hey, you know what? My wife, who's in that door I'm right not over there, disagree with you. She sighs at me enough. I don't need a sigh from you. I gotta pee. You know what? <laughs> I don't know who you're going to get to cover for you now <laughs> Billy's because not here. Billy's not here unless, you know, Lauren or Tammy's going to come over here and tell another, another crotch, Lance Schwartz joke. crotch story or So, some no, shit. I get it. Every, you know what? I'm one of them. We traded our first round pick this year for Amari Cooper. Great trade. When it happened, dude, Stephen Jones got shit. Like, what are you doing? This is ridiculous. We need our first round picks. We got to build our team. But look what happened to Dak and the Cowboys' offense after they got him. Dak and Amari, day, man. Dak and Amari hooked up, and I'm, I, and I have been a big Dak doubter, and I, I will stay that way until I know that this offense is in the right hands. It's just is, the way it's going to be. Are those the right hands? Is Dak the right hands? Or are you talking about the coordinator? I, I'm talking about I'm talking about the whole damn thing. The the the, the quarterback. The offensive coordinator, the head coach, the offense is put around them, however it may be. But, yes, I, it, basically, it's going to stay that way. So, Cowboys did not have a first-round pick. They did, however, have a second-round pick. I can't and I don't see, want to get can, into the whole Amari Cooper thing. Up. I don't want to get into the whole Amari <sighs> Cooper thing. I like the pick. It worked out well. It ended up being great. Amari Cooper's 24. He's younger than some of the guys being drafted in the first round. And the only – yeah, he's only 24. The only arguments I saw coming back were, well, yeah, but his salary, his contract. You know what? If I had a first-round draft pick that is 24 years old and after one year he has the production numbers that Amari Cooper has for the Cowboys. Pay him. I don't give a crap what you're paying Pay the him. man. Pay the I don't want to hear this. Well, if he was a rookie and we drafted him, we'd have three years of $600,000. Fuck that shit. I don't give a crap. It's production, it's production, man. It's production. It's production. And Jerry it's, Jones and has it, money. And, yes, we have – and I have been a, I've been a big deck doubter. And he has given us in his first contract more than what was expected. So – but I'm still going to be so here's there. Here's a question I'm, for you. Yeah, okay. 
everybody's complaining about what we're about to have to pay Dak. <laughs> Do you think that Amari Cooper makes Dak better? I think Amari Cooper definitely Tammy makes Chappell says Dak yes, and I agree. better. I think Amari Cooper definitely makes Dak better. But would Dez have made Dak no. better? Dez made Dak worse. No, because no. Here's Dez why. Here's why Dez. Dez made Dak worse. Dez Bryant. Dez Bryant. Dak Prescott is not an accurate passer. He has never been accused of being an accurate passer. No one's ever said he's accurate. He's not accurate. Dez Bryant, when he catches a pass, it's got to be right here or right here. Occasionally, he can go up and grab one and make the the freaking Odell Beckham catch. Occasionally. Dude, he made the catch at Green Bay, and that was not in his center mass. Well, Dak didn't throw that pass. If you want to talk about center mass. Dak didn't throw that pass. That was the other overrated Cowboys quarterback. Bullshit. Oh, goddamn. We'll start a fucking fight right here on fucking air. We are fixing to fight, and so, I'm, I'm going to crush this beer can on your forehead. I swear to God. So, Dak Prescott is not an accurate quarterback. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. He's not an accurate quarterback. And as I mentioned, Des Bryant's got to have his pass right here, right here, right here, right here. Whatever. For whatever reason, after, what, two seasons? Des Bryant and Dak Prescott did not gel. Stephen Jones recognized that immediately. This God is not bless Stephen Jones. My favorite Cowboys executive of all time after Gil Brandt. Awesome yes, and Gil Brandt is still amazing at what he does at 187 years old. Uh, so, but you know who's a good go get the go get the ball receiver? Amari Cooper. And this is why Dak and Amari have gelled with very little effort since Amari's gotten here. I don't have numbers in front of me. I don't need numbers. Look at the record before Amari Cooper. Look at the record after Amari Cooper. Look at Dak's uh, completion percentage before Amari Cooper. Look at Dak's completion percentage after Amari Cooper. You don't have – there's no argument. Look at the offensive effectiveness after Amari Cooper. It, it It was stupid. You, so, in once yes, and once once the offense gets a little bit better and keeps the defense off the field and gives them a rest, the defense gets better. Once once that offense can can generate a a drive and give give the defense a rest, right. then that defense gets to come on and have and have that have that surge that they need because they get that rest. They're not that three-and-out bullshit that we had to fucking deal with. Right. Well, and that transitions us into what we were originally going to talk about, which was the Cowboys' 2019 draft picks. We really have a way of getting off on these little tangents, don't we? We do that a lot. lot. Tammy's like, a little bit. She's like, Little bit, you do a little, little bit, a little bit, little bit. That's all right because we got no producer telling us what to do uh, right now. <sighs> Somebody needs to be our producer because I got nobody in my ear like I'm used to saying. Okay, move it along, move it along. Uh, four minutes till commercial. I got, I gotta have. So maybe, hey, you know what? If we had sponsors, we'd be, you know, four minutes till sponsor. Four minutes till sponsor. 
Give me that. Give me that. Give Why me do that. you get to do it? Because I am better. Oh, shit. You hit it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I hit it. It moved. It did a little bit. It's, right. it's still fine. I think you just backed it up. No, it, it, it turned a little bit. All right, well, the next. I get to throw the next one because I'm, no, I'm cause throwing it at Tammy's you, booth. You're going to hit your wife. She's going to have to do this. Oh, damn. Motherfucker. Okay, I'm sorry, so. I'm sorry in advance, Scott, for what I'm about to do. <laughs> All right, so the Cowboys did not have a first round draft pick. And don't tell me it was Amari Cooper. We're not going there. It was Amari Cooper. So, Lance, in your estimation, what was the Cowboys' number one need in this year's draft? What position? We discussed this last week. Yeah, we did. We did. And you asked me what I would do with their number two, with their second round draft pick. And I told you that of all the shit that they need, I mean, they need somebody to come in. They need a backup quarterback. They need a backup tight end. They need, since they got fucking Witten back, they need grandpa. They need everything. They need. My name's Jason Witten, and I used to play in the NFL back in the old days. I'm going to get Jason Witten to come in here and do a podcast with us. I'll kick his ass. And you're going to have to tell him that. I'll kick his ass. Just because you know I can't get Jason (laughs) Witten to come in here and do this podcast. Dude, if you get Jason Witten in your garage right now, I will kiss you on the lips. No, 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 no. I will not Lauren, let you. Lauren will kiss you on the lips. Lauren kisses me on the lips anytime I want Lauren to kiss Damn me it. on the lips. I don't know anything about what my wife does anymore. Jesus Christ, man. You're ball. Ball out. So, Dallas Cowboys. 2019 Dallas Cowboys. draft. Back do, on track. Do you like their second round draft choice? Their first overall pick, of course, was... Tristan Hill. Tristan Hill, defensive lineman from Central Florida. Yep. So, I have I have two things to say about this pick. Number one, they addressed a need. Yep. You can never have you know, too many defensive you, linemen. You know that that uh, that they like to roll them. They like to roll that defensive front in and out. And I going back to the days of Jimmy. Yes, I mean they still do that. When that's when it worked the best. So. Uh, when uh, it's not about you, Max. Everything in the world is not about you, Max. Or is it? <laughs> no, it's not. So the Cowboys not only addressed a need. He may have better ink than I do, but he is not. Well, no, I'll even, dis- I'll even dispute that. I've seen your ink. I haven't seen his ass cheeks. I don't have it. I don't have ink on my ass cheeks. So the only issue, the only possible issue with Tristan Hill is that he's a little inconsistent. He's had some off the field, off the field issues, um, but... Who, who do I the Cowboys have in the middle of the damn defense that do, does not have Well, and that's the issues. deal. You'd think they'd be avoiding people with issues. But you know what? Talent... That's where we get talent. ...far overweighs his issues because right. he is talented. I got you. So the hope is that him and a stable organization can do away with those issues or control those issues, whatever it is, and he'll be more consistent. Because talent-wise, dude, he is a badass. There's he no is, question yes. he is a badass. Um, so if, you're, if he's in an organization like the Cowboys and he's got some accountability and he's got people watching him, dude, I saw something on Facebook today that he had to sign a – conduct contract agreement with the Cowboys before they drafted him. 
So that should tell you that, number one, he's serious about being a pro, and he wants to do whatever they want him to do to be successful. So, no, overall, dude, that's a B. That is a B pick. That My grade is a B for him. That is a great second-round pick. Tammy Chapel says B+. Plus. She's probably right. She's somebody's ro- going to control him. She's a rookie. She's not a rookie. <laughs> she's 38 years old. Okay, okay. So she's been around a minute. She might not be 38. What? She she's looks 39. She looks like she's 38. She I wouldn't looks give, like she's 24. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give her a day over 25. I'd be all over that like white on rice. You better stop. Her husband's listening. I'm sorry, Scott. <laughs> What are you showing me? Oh, you texted me, Mac? Max texted us, apparently. Oh, apparently. Um, well, not us. Uh, he said, I thought we should have gotten a better safety. Well, okay, yeah, yes. You know what? The, the biggest need the biggest need was a safety. It was. Because we didn't get the trade that we wanted. Not for that money. I didn't want him. No. I'm talking about Earl Thomas. Right. Absolutely. Have a shot. Hey, you know what? I need a beer. How, how, how much have I cut down on that word? Really? Fucking June bugs. Where's your brother, the pest control dude? I have a fucking June bug in my hand right here that tried to fly into my beer. Eat it. Eat it. I dare you. That's nasty. Hey, it's a June bug, dude. Protein. I don't really give a fuck. So, Max wanted a safety. <laughs> For those of you not watching on Facebook, Lance just poured a beer in my lap. Is it poured down your back, jackass? It would probably taste better off my back. No, not that hairy ass motherfucker. So, dude, I have no hair. I'm bald. The hair had to migrate somewhere. So when I was a weightlifter, when I was a professional weightlifter back in the day, fuck off. Let's go back to the goddamn. Just not. We're not going to get off on that fucking tangent. Where you so Max, Max wanted a safety. Um, and I did. I don't disagree. Safety is a need. We didn't need Earl Thomas at fourteen million dollars. That was not going to happen, and that's on him. He. I want to play for the Cowboys, but I want fourteen million dollars. Right, Stephen right. Jones said. He, he wanted. See ya. He wanted to be the highest paid. Wouldn't want to be. He wanted to have the highest paid safety in the game. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. So yeah. So good looking Baltimore. Smart, smart move. Smart move. Uh, with no offense. Right. And you're the best player on defense, and you're 187 years old. No, I'm sorry, you're 29. Whatever. You'll be 30 next year. So, are we happy with that second round pit with Tristan Hill? Are we happy with Tristan Hill at at 58? I yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm 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 happy with it. We'll 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 defer to to the experts when we when we get them on the air and and let them let us know. But me personally, yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. I he's uh he's a, he's quick he's got good hands he can get around the corner and and uh make shit happen i mean he's not around the corner but he can he can make moves he'll, he'll be fine so their next pick was the third round number 90 overall uh guard connor mcgovern from penn state you cannot turn down a good offensive lineman Whatever, well, whenever that pick came up, that was the best man on the board. He and was the took. best offensive lineman on the board at number 90. There is no question. 
Um, however, he is going to be fighting with some other really good offensive linemen on this team for a spot. Whether he starts or not, he's, he's not going to be fighting for a roster spot. No, he'll be a backup. The man, the man will make the roster. The big dude will make a will make the roster. But he he is we he may force. Uh, Shit, what's his name? Lyle? Not, Lyle not, Collins? He won't be here next year anyway. Well, so He'll be here next year, but not the year after. Right. Apologies. They force him to the other side and clean stuff up. So, so Connor McGovern, you know, our offensive line is not I feel bad. like we're talking about a senator or something. Connor McGovern? Yeah. It's not George McGovern. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm, he's not even related as far as far as I know. I don't know. He might be. We don't know that, so let's not piss anybody off. I'm Tim. not putting this on apologies and corrections. What? <laughs> yeah. So no, I give I give dude the Connor McGovern pick at number ninety. Um, there's there's a slight chance he's going to beat Connor Williams for for that position. Because Connor Williams is struggling. Connor Williams, if he struggles again going into the offseason, uh, Connor McGovern will take Connor Williams' job. Why do so many people have to have the same fucking name? Connor should really, be a last name, right? It's really, it's really difficult whenever you've been drinking to keep track of names. Dude, it's difficult when you're drinking to keep track of anything. Yeah, well. I don't remember my kids' names. Uh, that. I can rem- I can barely remember my wife. Lauren name. says that Tim can't remember his kids' names when he's sober. Do you have seventy eight children like I do? No, I have one. Well, I, well, I have I have two now, and, and you I can still issue. And one is a boy, and name. one is a girl, and it's easy to remember. A A Ron and Caitlin. But do you still remember their names? Yes. Yeah. Even when you're I, drunk, I, I just. I just said it. Even when you're pissed. This is the drunk sports podcast. It's not the pissed sports podcast? No. Because you were pretty pissed <laughs> earlier. I was. All right, so Connor McGovern, guard from Penn State in the third round, number 90 overall. I, I give that overall pick a B. Not an A, but a B. Because <laughs> if he wasn't the best player to take there, then he was right there. He was he was one of three or four. Uh, which Which pick was next, Lance? The next pick was uh, pick 128, and it was a uh, backup for Sir Zeke in uh, Tony Pollard. Do we need a backup for Zeke? Absolutely we do. Have a is shot. he going to take Zeke's job in two years when Zeke isn't here anymore? Because that's what we should have drafted. I don't know that he would take Zeke's job but they're positioning themselves with this pick and the other running back they picked to positioning power in negotiations, I believe. Do you think they're going to resign Zeke after his, his current deal? I believe they're going to try. Yeah. Uh, hey, Based on what? Steven, Steven and Jerry are not stupid. They don't have, they don't have the bank account. And the money they have to not to not have the smarts to re-sign somebody like that. So okay, well let's look at running back history with the Cowboys. Demarco Murray won the rushing title. Yep. What they do the next year? They got rid of him. They cut him. They cut him. They yeah, cut him. And he absolutely. Signed with Philly. 
That's fine. But I mean, Philly cut him. But so but means it was the right move for Dallas. But the game the game at that time had changed. It had changed from a from a running game to a passing game. And now it's in the verge of going back from a passing game back to a running game. I believe they're going to do everything they can to re-sign Sir Zeke. And Are they going to be able to afford him? Probably not. He's going to want upwards of $35 million He's, a year. I believe that – I mean – he they've already they've already signed his fifth year. They've already taken his fifth year option. And I would not be surprised if he doesn't do the whole holdout bullshit that uh Le'Veon did. I'm not a fan of that. And uh and if he does, then fucking cut him, man. We'll find somebody else to fucking So the lovely and talented Tammy Chapel is here and she has some input on the Cowboys running back situation and some input on Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, we always like we always like to hear everybody's input. And Tammy's, you know, I'll tell you right now, Tammy's a pretty passionate sports fan. And I she, love my conversations that we have a, together. <laughs> and that and she's hot as fuck. She she loves her football and her goddamn it, she so loves big. her Aggies. Well, I mean Hey gig them, by the as long as, as long as we're talking about as long as we're talking about the whole khaki short shit, that's the first time I first thing I noticed about her when I walked into the bar. Her khaki shorts. Her khaki shorts, yes. <laughs> or or her boobs. No, her khaki shorts. No, it's her khaki shorts. All right, so Tammy, tell us what you think about uh, Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys' future at running back. Well, I think he loves being a Cowboy. I think he's going to make. Hell yeah, he's on. He's on top to of the stay. He's going to want his money. They're going to work to get it. I don't think he's going to be a holdout. I don't know. My gut tells me that he'll kind of do like a. He'll kind of do a. I'll give a. I'll give up some for the team to stay with the team. That's my gut. I hope you're right. I hope I hope you're right about that, and I hope you're right about about Dak giving a little bit of a hometown. Uh, Discount to to stay with the boys. I don't think Dak's going to do that. Dak, I think Dak is stupid not to. No, I agree, but I don't think he's going to. I don't. I think. would like Tammy's estimation on the performance of Zeke this year. Going into a contract year. It's not a contract year. No, performed. this year. This no, year. They, they this, want to extend him. They're trying to extend right, him now. Right, but this year is not a contract year, and. Remember, he had three hundred. Was three hundred and eighty-one touches this year? For how many yards? This past stupid yards. He he won the Russian title, but he had three hundred and eighty-one touches. And I remember back in the day, just a few years ago, whenever somebody had over three hundred, I think it was like three hundred thirty-six touches, they were garbage the next year. Yes. Humans have changed. Uh, wind has changed. Conditioning has changed. All that shit has changed. So keep that in mind. I think if Zeke performs as well as he has, gets the contract that he wants, that the Cowboys can afford and stay under the cap, that he's going to be a ne- the next Emmett. Emmett-ish. Ish. 
even 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 Emmett held out. Even Emmett held out. Even Emmett held out. But here's the deal with Zeke and Emmett. Emmett held out. The running back position is not the same as it was in 1993. Yeah. But or again, what what's what's coming about again? What I mentioned a minute ago is at that time, not at, not at Emmett's time, but whatever shit was going on, it was changing from a a run based offense to a passing based offense, and now it's coming back to a run-based offense. And the Cowboys really are the the tip of the spear on this because they are they've they're one of the first ones to put it put the run-based back in you know predominantly run. They they would prefer to run because they've got that big ass they've got exactly they've got that big ass offensive line they can they can push they can move they can move people and they've got a they got a running back that's not afraid to put his head down and go through somebody and not dance around somebody and that to me that's the greatest part about football is watching Emmett not Emmett Zeke (laughs) uh you know put Put his head down and and go through somebody. That's that's because again, it's it's like we're watching. That's like watching Earl Campbell, who would just plow through people. I had yeah, Daddy had jerseys. Dad, I mean, Daddy had crazy. season tickets, and but we sit. We sit. It took to get in a position on the offensive line to be able to have the confidence that you could do that. Right. Well, I mean, you've got to have the offensive personnel to to make that happen, and and the cow and the Cowboys right now have the offensive line. They can do that kind of shit. I mean, they can they can put those plowboys up front and say, make a hole. And with Frederick and and the rest of those dudes, they can they can make shit happen. And that's that's where we want to be. And we just hope that. Well, let's talk about the Aggie Cowboys draft. <laughs> really? We want to talk about the Aggie. We're not going to have an entire segment about the Aggie. That the Cowboys draft. I will talk for one second about Donovan Wilson, the safety from Texas A&M, that the Cowboys drafted. We did get a safety. We did get a safety at number two thirteen overall. Was it two thirteen? Are you right? He was number two thirteen. You are right. I just I just scrolled down. Donovan Wilson, safety from Texas A&M. But here here's what I want to say. So at one fifty eight, Jamie, by the way, for coming over and yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Uh, At at, at one fifty eight, we drafted a cornerback. Michael Jackson. <laughs> and then at 165, we drafted his daddy, Joe. What the fuck is happening? I don't know. Joe's dead. So is Michael. I'm not sure those are the same people you're talking about. No. Michael's dead. Joe's dead. Man, I was looking forward to having a quarterback with a fucking glittery ass glove on his hand, knocking <laughs> shit down, and Joe and Joe being a defensive end, cussing him out every time he didn't do something right. Did they also <laughs> draft Jermaine and Latoya and Janet? I was I was expecting Jermaine at the next pick. Uh, it's fucking good out. That's a good out. I was ex- I was, at two thirteen instead of Donovan Wilson. I was expecting Jermaine, but it didn't happen. <laughs> Jackson. All right, we love the Jacksons. We love the Jackson Five. The 180th greatest album of all time was Michael Jackson's Thriller. It's my estimation. 
So, yep, so we covered that. Seventh round, finally, their last pick. Number 241 overall. Not quite, missed, what do they call him, Mr. Irrelevant? Yes, he wasn't Mr. Mr. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Uh, Jalen Jelks, defensive end from Oregon. Of course, he won't make the team. Yes, Donovan he will. Wilson won't yes, make will. the team. Joe Jackson won't make the team. Michael Jackson won't even make the team. So we can say goodbye to them. You are drunk. We will say goodbye to you them. You are drunk. Mike Weber. How about you me to throw that? No, I want to throw one. Because you, you're going to miss. What am I? Okay, what's my target? You're going to miss. Boobs? Who's, who's, or or Max's who's, humongous penis that's well, hiding I mean, in his. Look, hey, hey, you just showed it to. It's on the air. If you, if you hit, if you hit that right there, I will, I will shotgun. Let's see, I don't hit shotgun a beer. Oh, Lauren hit it, which means she's gonna hit it later. Lauren, she'll try to. Jesus Christ! Fuck off. Yeah. So the Cowboys uh, draft overall, I give it a B. I think they helped. They they have help where they need help. Um, with, they addressed without having a true first round draft pick, and I do. Yeah, still it was say, a good draft. I, I I think they did well. I think they did well. You know, a lot of people are talking about uh, the Redskins draft. No, it's fuck got the Redskins. Haskins. Yeah, fuck the Redskins. I got a Redskins fan. Our buddy Tony. It fell. Haskins, Haskins fell into their lap. But no, and he's gonna be a serviceable NFL quarterback because the Giants are fucking stupid. Is why Haskins fell into their lap. Okay, see, we're gonna we're we're gonna disagree there. They still have Eli. Hello. We're gonna disagree, and we have disagreed on Facebook. I feel like they have their future quarterback, dude. Everyone's making memes. I don't have joking around about it. I don't have numbers in front of me, but if I was a GM and I had to. Decide between whatever the dude's name is from Duke. <laughs> Neither one of us can remember what his name is. Right and Dwayne now. Haskins <laughs> from Ohio State. I'm telling you, it's a it's it's a done deal. I mean, I'd rather I'm, have Haskins. Okay, I have to find his name now. It, it, Damn it. it. <sighs> What is his name? Can I can I wide this one Dan- up? No, that's my run sheet. I got one. Oh Jesus Christ! Hey, that was from last week. I saw it. <laughs> oh, that was from right now. I got it. I got it right here. It had other notes on my run sheet. Oh, did yeah. you? Here, throw it back. <laughs> throw it back. <laughs> no. It's hey, fine. you know what? Wait, Tam- wait. Tammy, Tammy can be the beer. What's going on right there? Look. I don't know. Give me this. Give me, give me well, th- no, don't do that. You haven't talked about that yet. The hell's going on? What are y'all doing? The hell is going on over there? You're about to make out. <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> oh, it did not Jesus take your face off. It was Christ. a beer can. Sponsored by Miller Lite. <laughs> that that podcast interruption was brought to you by the great taste of Miller, Miller Lite. <laughs> Less filling, tastes great. Oh, we should have Bobby Uecker on. Yes, great. Is he still alive? Yes, he is. Yeah. He is? Bobby Uecker's yes. alive? Is he? Yes, he is. I love me some Bobby yeah. Uecker. Yeah. All right. Arnie can tell you because... Jesus fucking Arnie. He can't tell me anything. Euchre would not give him an autograph. Good. I wouldn't give Arnie an autograph. You could. you're a dick. Fucker. Just like, just like Euchre. Fucker. Fuck Arnie. Kitchen boy. We'll tell that story next week on the air. 
Why I hate Lance's friend. Arnie. No, you don't hate him, hey, and we will. Jesus Christ. I have to pee, too. I do, too, so we need to wrap this shit up. We have a whole nother segment to go. Well, you need to go. You need to and stay on segment. Quit inviting people up here to fucking talk about this shit. <laughs> Invite shit. Hey, I was on topic. Yes. You guys <sighs> Tammy helped. I'd like to know what's going on right there, though. Like, what are they talking about? What are y'all talking about? I don't feel like that's accurate at all. You don't even know what the NFL draft is. All right, let's go. Hey, you know who Come else on. is in the playoffs? Give There's me the NBA next thing. playoffs. There's also NHL playoffs. The Stars. So last time we talked, uh, last week we had the Stars versus the Nashville Predators. Uh, the night that we were recording, uh, the Preds won game three, right? Game three, they were up 2-1, but it was after hours, after we were already off the air. Yep. So, the funny thing is, the Stars ended up winning that series. They outplayed them, they outhustled them, uh, they were outcoached. The Preds were outcoached, which to me is shocking because Jim Montgomery is a, a rookie, rookie head coach. coach. baby. And I'm but, still, but okay, I, I'm but right, I, I'm but still not rookie, sold on Jim Montgomery. Our rookie head coach had been in the Final Four, Ice Final, whatever they call that. <laughs> the damn Frozen college. Four. The Frozen Four. Thank <laughs> the you. Final Ice Fuck four. you, Tim. I love Lance. Making fun to of talk me. hockey. I, I'm, dude. I'm trying. I'm. I love the Final Ice. Yeah, yeah I'm Ron Burgundy. So, yes, Jim Montgomery has experience in college uh, in the finals, and he was successful. He's a success, successful player in college in the finals. Um, but I, I cannot imagine that translating into head coaching. But it does. It did. And you know what? They've made it past the first round. They outplayed Nashville. They outhustled Nashville. And like I said, they were outcoached. Uh, or they outcoached Nashville. And it was all him. Um, and I'm pretty sure that Stu Barnes had a little bit to do with that. Um, who's one of my favorite players, but I hate that he played for fucking Buffalo in 1999. I hate that we beat him for the for the Stanley Cup. Um, so now the Stars find themselves wrapped up in round two. Uh, against a team that I don't feel like they 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 mix well with. I don't feel like they match up well against uh, St. Louis. Who do you think's better? I think St. Louis is a better team. I think St. Louis is a better team, but again, what we spoke about earlier, Nashville was built to beat St. Louis, and if the Stars can beat St. Louis, can beat Nashville, they should be able to beat St. Louis. In my redneck opinion. Yes, so the Stars, you know, they weren't expected to be a playoff team going into the year. Uh, Nashville, St. Louis, Winnipeg, they were all expected to be uh, cup contending teams. So they built their teams in the offseason to beat each other. Yep. Um, St. Louis thought that they would be matched up somewhere against Nashville. They both thought somewhere they would be matched up against uh, Winnipeg. And you know what? Winnipeg's out. Fuck Winnipeg. Yeah, fuck Winnipeg. Uh, I love the Jets. I love all Canadian teams. I will never disrespect the Canadian team. 
kind of an expansion team, though. They're not the actual Winnipeg Jets. So, you know, Dallas isn't even supposed to be here. Uh, and if you remember, the last time the Stars were in the playoffs, 2016, in the second round, who did they? Who were they ousted by? The St. Louis Blues. They beat Minnesota, the Wild, in round one. You asking me about? You ask me about hockey shit, and you make fun of me whenever I try to talk hockey. So, well, you, you think I'm going to answer you? At that time, they did not I mean, match up well. My brother-in-law, if he's listening, is laughing his ass off right now because I didn't say anything. Because I'm afraid to be wrong. There, there are no wrong answers. Oh, there's plenty of wrong answers. It's our answers. podcast. We there's can say whatever hey, we want. Hey, there, there's, there, there's a wife there. There's a wife there. And there's she's a wife right there. Uh, but I, mean, I guarantee you. She's watching Pornhub with Max. We are having an enlightened conversation. I'm well, sure you you're are. Not, it, it, well, I mean. <laughs> but it ain't about you here. So in 2016, the Stars did not match up well against St. Louis. It was a, they were overcome, they were outplayed, they were outcoached, uh, they were out all the things. But you know what? This year, dude, the Stars. I, I feel like it's an even ice. I mean, I feel like it's very, very even. And and and, and you know, game one. Uh, the Stars were outplayed. They were outmatched. The Stars looked like they did not even belong in the second round in game one. I didn't even know they had a game one. How? <laughs> <laughs> we love Tammy, but she just admitted that she did not even know there was a game oh one. Yeah. That was game two. She just thought they started like game yeah. two or some shit. So, but yesterday, man, I hope you watched some of that or all of that because, dude, the Stars ruled in St. Louis. They matched up well. They were. It was like uh, games, what, four and five against Nashville. It wasn't even close. They wanted it more. They tried harder. They were quicker to every puck. And they dominated. And I did not think that was possible against St. Louis. St. Louis is a good team. They're a better team than Dallas. Again, like I said, the Predators were built to beat the Blues. There was some potential goalie interference that was not – it was a couple of times. It wasn't just one time. There was two goals uh, that could have been goalie interference. But you know what? It, in the playoffs, I feel like bad calls or good calls either way, they balance out. The referees – It's and it's different from the NBA because in the NBA, referees have, have favorites, especially with the Stars. In, in, in the NHL – there's going to be good calls and bad calls against your team in a, in a seven-game series in the playoffs. Uh, and there's been some bad calls against both teams in the first game, the first two games. But for for game two, dude, the Stars, they dominated. There was no question from the puck drop who was going to win that game. It wasn't even close. Uh, the Blues well, had five on three. It got, it got a little sketchy there. What in the in, in the second period when the when the Blues came out and scored that scored that goal real three early. Three goals were scored in that game in like 120 seconds. Yeah. So Stars, Blues, and then the Stars answered right away. When the Stars had that answering goal, dude, the Blues were defeated. Yeah. They were out. 
I believe you. I got you. Uh, we were watching, and that's going to carry up. Now the Blues are coming to Dallas tomorrow night. <laughs> Tammy made a joke and it was very funny. <laughs> uh, and dude, I've just like the Nashville series. I feel like the stars are in the Blues head. Yeah, Ben yeah, Bishop. I, no, no, I, dude, I don't. He, and this Bishop is a beast, dude. He's 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 been a beast from the first series to now. And hey, cups are won with badass goalies. And that's and I, defense, goaltending and defense. Yeah, and Bishop's hot, and their defense is hot right now. So I mean, it's it's tough to it's tough to bet against them. But you know, the series is not going to be as easy as Nashville. St. Louis is a better team. Um, our top line of Ben Sagan and Radulov, you know, they were they were kind of missing in action against uh, Nashville. They they didn't they did not perform. And that's one of the reasons when they did that in the in the regular season, Jim Neal called them out. I don't know if you remember that or not. Back in I think it was maybe February. Yeah. Yes, I do. I do. And that like was publicly uh, called yes. them out, not as a coach, <laughs> but as a GM. Talked about on all the these assholes yep. need to perform better. Yep. They're yep. the highest paid players. We paid them. They need to do their shit. Yes. And that was yeah. It, it to me it. Whatever that happened, I was I was iffy about that because I was afraid that that was going to put a whole lot of uh, discontent on the roster in the in the room and 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 bother some guys. But you know what? Maybe we've got the right guys. Maybe we've got the right people to say it's time to you know chuck up and step up and and go on. So it's so- cool. So these guys are our, our, our highest paid players. They're the most talented players. Through the first two games of this series, that Radulov, Sagan, and Ben line have not scored a five on five goal. They're quiet. Dude, their sticks are quiet. It'll happen. We we can't do that. So, and that's fine. But as long as it's building and they in the in the energy is building and the confidence is building. Then when it when it comes time for shit to happen, they're there. So well, yeah, but so yesterday in game two, we're talking about the entire series through game two. All right, we're talking. We're talking uh, about the entire periods. series. We're talking game two. Uh, the first two periods of yesterday's game. That line had zero shots on goal. No I, shots. I did not know that. No shots recorded. That's why you are the. Hockey genius of the that podcast. is unacceptable, and that is when Jim Neal, and he's not Jerry, because freaking uh, Montgomery's Monty's not going to do this. He's not going to walk in and go, "You guys are my top line. Need you to score." He's a rookie head coach. He's not going to do. He's not going to piss anybody off. They had zero shots on goal for five periods of hockey against a, a playoff team. You guys are the ones that are supposed to be scoring our goals. Try harder. Oh, it's maddening. Or you dude. will not get a participation ribbon. There are no participation trophies in hockey. Oh, there's not. I mean, there is everywhere else. We go. I'm about to, I'm, dude, I'm about to go off on Jamie Ben like I went no, off on fucking John No, no, Man, like, but no. But we're not in the bar, no, so it doesn't count. Can't. No, can't. You cannot go. 
five periods and not have a shot on goal as a top line in the NHL. No. That is unheard of. You are correct, sir. I will I will venture a guess that this has never happened in the history of the world. Google it. I don't know how to Google stuff. GTS. Wait. It's just, dude, it's frustrating. But when they're good, they're good. If the top line is performing, Ben Sagan Radulov, I put them against anybody in the NHL, East or West, and they win. Yep. I, but they're not performing. It's yep, so that, frustrating. Hey, as, long, as long as everybody else is picking up the slack for Ugh. now, we have a chance. If it wasn't for freaking Zuccarello, this, Zuc- team, this team would not even – him and no, Bishop. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, team yeah. would not be in the playoffs. And they would not have – They wouldn't be in the, the second round. Oh, it's so frustrating. I want to pull my beard out right now. Ugh, it's so frustrating. Wait, why is that right there? Why is... Oh, shit. Nobody can see my face. Oh, everybody see my face now. Hi, Tammy. You Love are, you. You are not... Dude, I am drunk. I'm going to say it right now. I am drunk. You are not that pretty. Let me move some of my shit over here. But that's when I like to talk about hockey. Because you know, what, what, why are you covering me up? And let's put this up here. We're live on Facebook, and Lance is building a beer can pyramid. Right? Look, see? Yep, there I am. Hi. Covered up. Don't. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, as my wife just told everybody, I have a face made for radio. Wow. I have a face made for television, but a voice made for a podcast. Of, kind of gut punch right there so i guess my wife is just not paying attention to shit do i have a room because i'm probably gonna have to stay here tonight. yeah man I, you know you're not sleeping with us because, i mean can i sleep between y'all no i know no, it's your anniversary not night. On anniversary it's your no. anniversary night but i feel like i could contribute i feel like i can contribute on your anniversary night <laughs> no you cannot so let's 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 keep going let's let's keep going i, I don't need to hear about this shit so, what else you got? All right. You know what? I don't know you stole my run sheet. The run sheet's right here. We do. We try very hard. Okay. Back on top. Okay. Yeah. You know what? We were going to talk about Mavericks. Shit. Give me a shot. We were going to talk about. Oh, dude. Deep. He almost made <laughs> it in the cornhole shit <laughs> over there. Little deep. Said no woman ever to me. So, pulling back the curtain a little bit more, we were going to talk about the Mavericks players. That are for sure to return. Fuck the peanut uh, gallery. 2019, shit back. 2020, and uh, we we got off of that because I wanted to talk about an uh, an athletic article that we talked about. What's Max dude? His dick's hanging out. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the greatest shot ever made on podcasts of any kind. It was it. High five, baby. Phil, kind of by proxy, you just, touched, you just touched his penis. Yeah, no, I did not. No. How did it feel? Big? Was it limp or was it erect or? No, no, I, I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. Family's probably listening. So to we this. were going to talk about the Mavericks a little bit tonight. We had a couple of topics. We're not going. We don't have time to get to that tonight. We'll get we to gotta, it next week. We we'll get to wrap, next week. Yep. We got to wrap stuff up. This is the longest. The one drunk sports podcast in podcast history. One other thing I want to get to, we want to throw a, a, a quick shout out to uh, Matthew Bowling from uh, Straight Jesuit in 
Houston, Texas, set the fastest 100 meters ever in Texas. Ran a 998. 998, son. That's moving. Wait, That's one moving. person? Well, yeah, it wasn't a relay, jackass. So one guy ran a 998, 100 meters. It's like 100 feet, right? 100 meters, not 100 feet. Okay, you, I'm from Canada. You no, you're not. So I know what a no, meter you're not. is. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not. You're they don't not have meters Canada. in Texas except for electric <sighs> meters. So think about 110 yards. All right, a football field plus an end zone. A football field plus an end zone in nine nine eight. Nine seconds. Nine seconds. Just short. Only two times has it happened in UIL history. That somebody has run a hundred meters in less than ten seconds. All right, I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit even more than we did earlier. Oh God, don't don't pull that curtain back. And I will tell you, when we're, we're talking about we're live on the air. Don't pull that curtain back. Times like that, it takes me more than nine point eight seconds uh, to go to my go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and back to my bed. So Come I'm on. pretty sure that guy's a badass, right? Is oh yeah, yeah. He's a freak, dude. He's a freak. And it, in the race that I saw, and you can see it on you can see it on Twitter and on Facebook, it wasn't even close. The guy smoked the field. It wasn't even close. That's interesting. So I'd like to see that video. Well, I've got post it. it. I've got it. Post we, it on the website. We can. We can. We can pull it up to the link and, and share it. We're going to post that on the Drug Sports Podcast website on Facebook. Uh, and that's really all we got. We got a lot more, but it's been a long time, and I have to pee really, really bad. I'm glad I, I feel like any minute right now, Max and Lauren are about to go around the corner and have sex. So I should probably shut it down so that I can go inside before they do that and not have to be a witness to it. Um, which is fine. Love you guys. Love you guys. Whatever. I'll just take Tammy in the bathroom uh, with Christ. me and do dirty shit right now. Sorry, Scott. Oh, not, Scott. I'm sorry. Not, not really, Scooter. I got uh, it. So this will be the conclusion of this episode of the Drug Sports Podcast. We love all of you guys. Thanks for tuning into Facebook. Thanks for listening and downloading whatever you do to this because I still don't really know how it works. Tweet, share. Tweet, share, like, share. Don't pee on it. I don't know. What no, else, what else don't do you do? pee on it. That's that's what you do with a with a with a stingray sting. You or a, a jellyfish sting. You you pee on that. You don't you don't pee on our podcast. Uh, I do want to give a quick shout out. We did not mention this earlier. This happened earlier today. Um, a, a Dallas radio legend, um, our friend Roger Emery, absolutely passed away. Yes. Um, there's not a lot God of people bless you, maybe yo, Roger that, that know who he is, but Roger was the voice of Cowboy Stadium the last ten years uh, since '09 when they when they well, maybe since oh, since '10 I can't remember when he started, but it was, it was pretty close. I can't um, ask. Uh, and dude, my heavy heart all day because yes. that dude that dude was a good guy. He was a local radio legend. I met him at the at the uh, football, the paper football thing. And we for, both met him at the first, fan bowl for the first, fan. First time I got to meet him, and I, I tell you what, whenever I whenever he walked up and and uh, I walked up and introduced myself, he was as genuine as any human has ever been to me. And first time he'd ever met me, and that 
it's shit like that you, that you'll never forget. I no, mean, and Roger, he, Roger was was an A one man. I, I I can't even talk about him right now because it's no it's sports really hard, brother. That there's no sports Ryan. crying in podcast. No, and we're not going to sports cry right now. And I don't want to get too much into detail, but yeah, at the, at the same uh, the at the fan bowl. Uh, he walked in the door. I was sitting by the front door with Mr. Gavin Spittle. We were having a conversation. Roger Emmerich walked in. Uh, Gavin introduced me to him, and he said, "Oh no, I know who you are, I, dude. I love your stuff. I love any cartoon." And like even then, I wanted I I almost wanted to cry. Uh, but the fact that he knew who I was, that he recognized me, it was like at the time it was it was overwhelming. But yes, uh, Roger Roger is a, a local legend. He's a legend in Dallas radio, and he is severely missed by everyone today. And uh, thoughts and prayers go out to his son, Ted. Mr. Ted Emmerich, All who you guys family, probably yes. know, um, who does a lot of uh, football. He does a lot – and basketball. He does a lot of play-by-play stuff on TV. Uh, but our thoughts and prayers are with Ted right now and uh, Roger's family. God bless and you, Roger Emmerich. We, we miss uh, you, brother. We miss you, and and uh, thank you for everything that you've given us. All the all the laughs and all the talks and all the all the deep inside interviews that you've done. And uh, brother, we uh, we're gonna miss you, and uh, we will see you in Valhalla. We'll see you on the other side, brother. Uh, also, want to give a quick shout out, uh, Mr. KT Kevin Turner has offered to come onto the podcast and talk about uh, the Cowboys draft. We cannot string that together tonight because we are literally Green Acres Radio, and we have we cannot do phone calls. We can't do Skype. We we got to have people here live with no, us. No, we do we do drunk people in the garage. <laughs> so we're gonna try to string that together, and also Mr. Mike Fisher uh, at Fish Sports on Twitter. God bless you, brother. Thank uh, you so much. Texted me right before the show and said, um, "Can I please come on your podcast and say a few things about Mr. Roger Emmerich?" And of uh, and we will make course, that happen. Of course you can, Mike. We appreciate the uh, offer, and we will make that happen. It was too too quick to get it on to this episode tonight, but um, we would love to hear your thoughts uh, about about Mr. Roger Emmerich because you guys have both been in the market for a long time, and I know you knew him really well, and I know you're hurting tonight, brother. So, um, Mike, we appreciate the offer, and we will have you on shortly. Um, but we're going to wrap it up now, and uh, Lance, you want to take us out of here? Based on all that, y'all uh, remember where you're from and uh, love each other, take care of each other, and uh, God, God bless y'all. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, just be good to one another. Thank you. Peace. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Drunk Sports Podcast. Join us next time for more Drunk Sports Talk with Lance and Tim. They are hammered. Until next time, here's to ya. We're all drunk. This is the funnest night ever.